Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. Episode 13, In It to Win It, Commitment and Relationships. I thought about this week's episode and it kind of stimulated and started from a question that you asked me when you said we were talking. I know people think it's weird that we just have conversations after we've been married as long as we have. But people still have conversations. Yeah, they do. They do. But it was the question you were saying, why did I marry you or why did I want to get married to you? Mm-hmm. You remember? Yes. Yeah, I had already thought about the episode before I asked you that question. So it was a setup, basically. It's always a setup. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now that I know I've been bamboozled a little bit, but that's okay. It's okay. My godmother said that the way to get what you need is to make your husband think that your ideas are his ideas. So then that way it's not like you're controlling or manipulating. You're just <laughs> letting him lead. That's, and that's not manipulating. No, that's using your powers for good and not for evil. That's Jedi mind trick. Yes. yes okay. Yes. And we're going to be talking about that <laughs> on this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast with Kill and Renee. You know, I think of commitment in relationships you came up with the title in it to win it and i thought about the title but what i thought about also as we've been i like this because it kind of gives me we kind of come up with the titles throughout the week at their end of the usually at the end of the previous episode and we'll start talking about the next episode right it's like okay what's next <laughs> yeah and so as we think about it and as i was thinking about it, i was thinking about it as a series of steps when you think about commitment Mm-hmm. in a relationship because you think about when you first meet someone you don't know anything about them no so you haven't even came to a commitment part yet so it's a series of steps that you actually progress through and that you go through and it's a really you have to decide yeah. that you want to commit because you know initially i wanted to name the show till death do us part but because it's not just about marriage right i thought and we, we talked about it and we talked about finding something that would be meaningful, not just to married people. Right. Because commitment is something that we have in all of our relationships. Well, and just like we were just talking about, it starts at the very beginning of the relationship. Yes. When you're in the, as they say, the with a day. job, yeah. with a family member, mm-hmm. it all has a starting point. But I think it also starts out with you only thinking about it from why you're still single now. We we talking about it at the very beginning from a benefit me standpoint. That's where it always kind of originates. And then over time, it kind of changes a little bit as you develop your relationship with someone that it becomes less about you and more about them. Would you agree? Um, I think that there are things that we have to take into consideration when we're thinking about being committed to someone. Mm-hmm. I think that there are certain things that have to happen. There has to be some good experiences. There has to be trust. Right. There has to be respect. And I think about when you, one of my favorite scriptures, um, I want to say it's in Romans, but it's basically talk about let your love, and I kept trying to find it, mm-hmm. let your love be 
mature and filled with intellect, Mm -hmm. not just your emotion. Because when you think about a commitment, it can't just be based on your emotions because your emotions change. Now, do you think because of women are naturally, I'm not saying women are emotional in in a sense that it's a deficiency, but are led more by the emotions because there's something that I read that was really interesting talking about commitment from a relational standpoint and then commitment from an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, I think men ten, tend to be more committed oriented rationally. I can first that. at the very beginning. They think about it from a rational standpoint and that really is almost like a almost like a a business transaction so to speak where it's like what can I get out of it or I do this to get something out in other words I'm making these investments in this time effort and energy into the relationship hoping that it's going to get a payout of some sort now I'm talking about still at the beginning and I'm still talking about it from the standpoint of and I think women will make more of an emotional commitment first Mm -hmm. thinking about not so much what you can get out of it but what you bring and what, what you're, you're giving for, already. What you're giving already, but what you're getting fulfilled from. The does relationship. That, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Or? Well, and I do believe that men and women are definitely different. You know, the way that we see relationships, because we've talked about it before, men control commitment, mm-hmm. women control intimacy. Right. And so I think that when you understand what you bring to the relationship and what your strength is, I think that it could be, because we always say, you know, because we're the parents of girls, our daughter right. and them raising, help raising right. our sister, um, is use your power for good and not for evil. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes women think that, well, if I give him sex, he's going to commit to me. Right. Or if I have a baby, he's going to commit to me. That may not, that's not None of those things. Are guarantees ha- of commitment. No, because commitment is something that has to be well thought out and it has to be something that is intentional and it has to be something that's reasonable and rational and it, it takes more than just your feelings right it takes you getting to know the person it takes you really being real about the experiences you've had with this individual so that you can kind of evaluate is this a relationship that i want to be committed in because commitment in regards to marriage from the way we believe, and we mentioned it in the first episode, marriage is forever. Mm-hmm. Till death do us part. Right. And that's our own personal belief. That's what we believe and that's what we've lived, lived by. But I think that it's something you have to, both people have to agree on what the definition of commitment is. Right. And I think even from not just agreeing on a definition, but I think it also comes into play where in the very beginning, you have to ask the real, as we say, hot, honest, open and transparent questions. Think about that. If you're in a dating stage, start asking those hard questions right, right, right now, up front. right yeah. in the beginning, before you have invested time, effort, energy into the relationship, before you even get to that yeah. commitment level, because it's going to be an indicator of is this a possibility of commitment? And and I, I you know, you guys know, if you listen to the show, I got lists. <laughs> I got a list for y'all. Yes, he does. I do. I do. And, he it's, has a and list. it's ten and things. And lists are good. And and I, it, it works. And these are the ten things that you can pay attention to. But I'm not going to give them now. As we're right. talking about it, we're going to go into them here in a little bit. But 
asking those questions at the very beginning of the sh of the relationship will actually help you kind of vet and kind of go through a a process of mm -hmm. knowing maybe this person is when it comes to commitment may have something going on yeah. you know and we're going to talk about those things that are going on yeah well of course you don't have to use the scripture okay um proverbs 16 3 says commit your work to the lord and your plans will be established mm -hmm. and i love that because it, it shows a process you know we have to commit the things that are important to us to the lord so that he can give us his plan and so that we can follow that plan and it'll, it'll establish something. So when we talked about earlier about being led by our emotions and just, you know, oh my gosh, it's just wonderful. You have to be rational. You have to be, yes, I think that love can be emotional, but I think that commitment has to be more than just an emotion because commitment is not just about a feeling. It's, it's about a, a choice. It's a choice, very much it's so. It's about a choice that you make and when you say those vows for better or for worse in sickness and in health to death do us part. What I love about God is he gives you all the small print up front. He mm -hmm. tells you all the warning things. He doesn't keep secrets. And so when you think about what that means in a marriage, in a job, in a career with children, all you have to think about life, you yeah. have to think about what does this really mean? What am I saying yes to? So then that way you can truly be committed to it without it being. A regret. You kind of go into it with your eyes wide open. Exactly. Because if you don't, you can't say you didn't see it when you ignored it. Right. Because I think that people show us who they are, but sometimes we just emotionally get involved and we end up, um, I don't know if you had the graphic that it shows, it shows a girl rock climbing and it was like, what is she doing? I'm like, she's rock climbing mm -hmm. because in order to climb a, a mountain or if you're on a cliff that requires some calculation and some footing and some planning mm -hmm. and you know the thing that I liked about the picture was that she just like smiling while she's doing it but the higher you get up the you less likely you are to be smiling right. and you better be holding on and gripping and so you better be willing you making some serious commitments to yes. those handholds and footholds yes and I love this part, and I found this kind of a, uh, you mentioned love already a couple times here about love being a choice. And, and I wrote down, is love a verb or is it a noun as it talks about commitment? Right. I think it's both. It's both. But I love this definition, or it's, it's not a definition. It's kind of a, a, a statement. And it says, love is an unconditional commitment to imperfect, to an imperfect person to love somebody isn't just a strong feeling it's a decision it's a choice and a promise yeah and I love that because one of the things that I understand is that when we I remember when when we were new believers there they had the um, whole little love weights mm -hmm. true love weights right that was and a movement going yeah on. it was a whole movement of you know teaching young girls that if it's really love it can wait right and sometimes, you know, especially with everything that's going on in the media and just um, all the things we see, sometimes we can forget that love is not just about a physical attraction. It's not just about a, a sexual, um, a, a sexual episode. episode. Or, uh, yeah. It's really more about thinking about, do I want to do this? Do I want to be with this person forever? Yeah, you got to think past that. Yes.
you know, that is a true statement that you just said when it comes to relationships and dating and knowing. But one of the things, and I think we mentioned it even before, where it's so important before you can even do commitment that you have to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know yourself, sometimes that can be a big problem with going into commitment because how can you really rightfully be in a relationship with somebody when there's things that are probably unresolved with you and if you don't address them and deal with them you're going to carry that right into your relationship that you're you're trying to establish or even if you've already been involved with it that you have established you know and I think about what it takes to really have things last and one of the things I wrote down was that anything that lasts has to have a commitment. Mm -hmm. Because without being committed to it, it can expire, it can get old. It can, Because especially now we see people treating people as if they're disposable. disposable yeah. You know, or I changed my mind or, you know, that season is over. You know, the days of people having long-standing relationships is becoming more and more a thing of the past. And I think it's because we're approaching relationships like we approach a tweet. Mm -hmm. We're not putting our full thought into it. We're not putting ourselves into it. Like you said, we need to know enough about ourselves so that we won't say, oh, well, that person changed or, um, oh, well, I didn't get to know them well enough. Mm -hmm. That still goes back to us. Right. You know, I remember there was this movie that we watched. It was called Fools Rush In. Okay. And I thought that that was such a good movie because it showed how, and we, you know, we've been taught our whole life, haste makes ways, you know, measure twice, cut once, mm -hmm. all those examples of teaching us and communicating to us that things that last require time. You know, you always say that fast and fragile, slow, slow and, and steady. Mm -hmm. And so I think a part of it is in a society that is so rushed and, in such a hurry, I think a message like this about what does commitment really mean right. could really help us to kind of get grounded and to really get some um, some sound understanding of the difference between love at first sight and till death do us part. And that's a perfect kind of segue into something because you have to listen. Yes. When you're in the dating phase or when you're in the early stages of a relationship, because if you really listen to what's being said by the person, they're going to tell you who they are, not only just who they are, but their ideals about commitment and the status of your relationship, because that is so important, because if you listen to them and they say things and I think about us, even when we were starting a date and that's something that I'm going to get to a little bit later in the show, but some of the indicators of positive sides of communication, oh, yeah. of, of commitment. Um, and one of the things that I was, I had jotted down here is when you think about somebody who you are in a relationship with, you know, is this somebody I want to spend my life with? Right. And you, and if you're vocalizing that and saying it out loud, that's an indicator right. of this person is thinking about it from a commitment standpoint. You know, I think about even from when we were saying, I want to be married. When I said that in one yeah. of the very beginning, one of our first episodes was when I was a kid. I used to say that as a kid that want to be committed. Right. So, <laughs> so that's something to think about. 
And this is something I also wrote. And these are just random thoughts and, and it's going somewhere. Living with a person or cohabitating with a per- with a person is not a sign of commitment. It's not. It's a sign of convenience. It could be. Not a- necessarily a sign of commitment. Mm-hmm. And, and and especially when everyone, you know, you look at the things that are going on in our world and how things are being reshaped and, and redefined, reformed and, and redefined, redefined yeah. based on popularity, based on what we see. Mm-hmm. But we always have to remember to be true to ourselves and to, you know, it, it's human nature to want to be valued, to want to be prized and want to be prioritized. Right. And so being someone's roommate or... um, If it's strictly platonic, that's different. It's totally different. But if you know it's not platonic or you're in a relationship and you can come up with... I I heard it say, we can sell ourselves on any ideal we want. We are our best salesmen to ourselves. We can convince ourselves. We can talk ourselves into things to be... to rationalize it and justify it. And that can kind of get us into trouble at times. We talked too. about before the the tunnel of deception, mm-hmm. listening to other people who are doing the same thing. And you have to look at that. Look at the people around you. Look at the people in your sphere of influence. Are they in healthy, committed relationships with their families, with their um, with their spouses, in their careers? Because when you have struggled with commitment, it normally isn't just in one area. And one of the things that Gil, we were talking about the other day, we were talking about how not being committed requires commitment too. Yeah, that is a sign of commitment. That's a sign that's a, a, a form of commitment. It is. is that I commit not to commit. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but it, if you think about it, it's, it's true. a very true statement. And there's some people that they pride themselves on I don't commit. Mm-hmm. And that's a choice, but if that's your same mindset, then you guys are in agreement. But if you choose that you you want to be in a committed, long-lasting marriage relationship, or in a career, or in a business, don't connect with someone who doesn't share your same value, your same idea of what commitment is. And speaking of commitment, it's that time. Is it? Yes, the committed time that people have sent in questions and wisdom, got wisdom, got questions. It's that time, it's that time. So I'll let you kick it off. So what you got this week? Okay, so this week we have our Got Wisdom and our Got Question from a great group that I am a part of. Mm -hmm. It's called The Relationship Rules. R-U-L-E-S, Rules. Yes, Relationship Rules. And I'm going to give the Got Question first. And babe, you can answer the question. Okay. Okay? Now, now, I have not heard it, (laughs) but go ahead. This is totally dry, y'all, so go ahead. Okay, so the question is, do you keep secrets from your partner? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Good answer. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you, keeping secrets, you're going to have those inner things that are personal and private to yourself that nobody's going to know. Right. Not even your spouse. Those are just right. things about you. Not that, like, I can literally say I'm a superhero, but that's not a secret anymore. Not a no, because I know no, that No, I'm now. just joking. Yeah, you've told me. <laughs> Well, but, when we, but, yeah. we're ta- and what we're talking about is keeping secrets. I always talk about we don't keep secrets, they keep us. Yes. What you're, I would say that there, everyone has things about themselves that, that you don't even pri- know. Yeah, they're very private, yeah. So, but, but that you don't know about yourself. Yeah. So there, you may not be trying to keep a secret, but 
it's just because you're unaware of that part of yourself. Like if you're walking and you have toilet paper on your foot, I mean, it's not a secret to 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 everybody else. But you may not be. Aware. But you may not be aware of it. Be aware. There's aware of it. But and be- so, I would you know so, as far as do you keep secrets? In regards, when you say you keep, what kind of secrets do you keep? <laughs> <laughs> Those are just personal things that we were talking about. Like you said, it's not secrets from the standpoint of things that I don't want you to know because I'm exposed. You know my email password. Oh, you know yeah, we my don't, bank yeah. account password. Yeah. You know all passwords. Yeah. All those secrets about me, everything about me right. is open, wide open. Those are the types And we of have things. to be that way. Yeah, so do I keep secrets? And I'm, when I'm talking about it jokingly, I said it, but yes, and you do. And I think those are just inner thoughts that you keep to yourself that are just private. Yeah. Not that you're not trying to be secretive. Right. But you just take keep things to yourself. Yeah. At least I do. And I, since maybe it's because I'm an introvert or naturally but I just do I just don't think about sharing every single thing that comes to mind yeah and some and and there are certain things you should keep Mm -hmm. you know things that are going to tear someone down that should be something you should keep to yourself that should be between you and the Lord so in regards to this question do you keep secrets I think that everyone keeps secrets to some degree do you keep secrets um I don't keep secrets because that's just not my personality i have a hard time so you're saying you don't have no secrets there's nothing about me you don't know (laughs) that didn't answer the question (laughs) except except like some like like you said your secret thoughts there are thoughts that i have that no i don't share but i don't necessarily is that a secret because you don't don't share share it it? i don't think that's a secret no but I don't think that's the kind of questions that they, they're kind of talking about. It's right. kind of like what you're talking about, things right. that you're keeping intentionally away right. from the person because it may do damage to the relationship. Right. So, so no, I so, don't keep secrets like that. Yeah, so I don't think that we should keep secrets from our spouse because our spouse is the person we should be able to be the most transparent with. And I just thought that pr- question was appropriate because that's one of those things that we need to talk about. Sure. You know, and so... The, the wisdom? The wisdom comes from the same group okay and the wisdom I, I i really thought it was quite amazing it says when a door closes knock on it a few times but if it still doesn't open let it stay closed in careers in love in life when you see a period at the end of a sentence don't try to turn it into a comma know when something is over and move on Wow, that's, yeah, that's a a lot to chew on right there, but it actually kind of goes in line with commitment, Mm -hmm. you know, even committed to move on. Right. Committed to change, committed to leave things where they are, Mm -hmm. you know, like we talked about earlier about things ending. If it's over, move on. Right, and the thing that I loved about that is, is if something is a period, don't try to make it a comma. So in regards to commitment, when it comes to relationships, both people have to be committed. It mm-hmm. can't just be one person. No, it if the other be. person doesn't know you're in a committed relationship, you're probably, probably not. not. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the end of our Got Wisdom. So thank you, Relationship Rules, for always having great posts and great information. We thank you for that. You know, and, and thank you all for even Got Wisdom. And sometimes we get the questions that get sent in, and sometimes we go out and get them. Yes, we do. You know, because but we're going to we always share. have this segment of the show yeah. because I think it's an important part of it is. 
questions and wisdom. So so as you listen to the show, if you do want to send in Got Wisdom, Got Questions, you can do it two ways. You can do it through our Gmail at richrelationshipsus at gmail.com. Or you can do it through the website at richrelationshipsus.com. And we look forward to those questions and wisdom. Got wisdom, got questions. Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30-year relationship is the genesis for the Rich Relationship Podcast, which is designed to empower individuals with the tools, principles, and the community needed to unpack ourselves, our past, and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. And that's actually a good transition as you talk about different signs. And this is where the, my list kind of comes in. Mm-hmm. And as I was kind of writing these down, this is wasn't this is just a time where I actually wrote them down as I thought about them. Mm-hmm. These are signs that some person that you are in a relationship with or partnering in with or potential partner that may be signs that there may be some indicators of a problem. Lack of communication. Oh, yeah. This is trouble, especially if they have trouble expressing their thoughts, feelings, or especially with us men, sometimes we have trouble saying how we feel other than the things that we talked about before about anger and and frustration. Those comes out pretty easy. But some of the other ones, emotions tend to be a little bit more challenging. Another sign, sign number two is irresponsibility, immaturity, and being unpredictable. Hmm. These are especially if these when I say those things, you think about it, you're going into relationship with this person. Right. If they have problems with basic life skills. Right. Balancing the checkbook. I was going to say that finances, maintaining a job. Oh, yeah. And and now this is where I say and you've been an entrepreneur before. That's a catchphrase nowadays. Sometimes with some people being an entrepreneur means I ain't got a job. Okay, well, let's give the definition of what an <laughs> entrepreneur is. Well, I, the, before you get, you can give your definition, but what I wrote down here, and I wanted to say it like I wrote it, I'm an entrepreneur, but they feel they don't have something, an actual product that they can produce and that they can show you that has generated some types of revenues right. from their entrepreneur venture. Right. Then they're just... Unemployed. Yes. Yes, because an entrepreneur is an individual who creates something that didn't exist, that it cost them everything, and that the resources for that comes back to them. Mm. It's not just that you just don't, just because you don't work for someone else, it doesn't mean that you are an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is a creator. That just means you're self-employed. Exactly. There's There's a a difference. difference. Yeah, absolutely. A lack of trust. They don't tell the truth. I mean, that should just be a a first good indicator that there's a problem that this person is probably going to have a problem with commitment, commitment, close friends and family. They don't like the person and Mm. you don't want to hear that. Right. That may be one of those things of when you're in that relationship with this person, you have the rose colored glasses or you only see in the good parts in this person. And it's not that you're family, friends, and close confidants, and people who have known you a lot longer than this person. Right. Can, and if they see things and they're bringing it to your attention and Please you listen. choose to ignore it, at least hear them out. Right. At least hear what they have to say. If they display controlling behavior. Yes. 
they kind of divide you from those close family, friends, and confidants, and right. things like that. They People want that to, could speak wisdom and life into your life. They try to separate you. Right. That, that's, that could be an indicator. If they're insecure about the relationship, they're constantly, constantly vocalizing the status of the relationship, where are we at or what are they doing. It almost seems like they don't believe what you're telling them or that right. you're with them, and they just don't kind of believe it. Right. And they're always questioning it. If they're secretive about their past. Yes. Sometimes that can be an indicator of maybe some legal issues, maybe some abusive or addictive behavior issues. At right. And the key is not that that's bad because everybody makes decisions and choices, but yeah. it's if it's unresolved. Right. Because we all have a past. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the next one, uh, especially when speaking of past, if they have past relationships that are unresolved and that they continue to bring into their present relationships. Relationship. The two do not mix very well together. And these things that we're talking about in this list, they just come from experience, not yeah. just And we're that not I'm, saying that if the person is divorced and they have children. That's different. That's not what we're, we're talking no, about. No, we're no. talking about when the ex is still a part of the present. Yes. Yes, and and it's different when, like you said, if children are right. involved, there's gonna always be that connection. Right. But it. But there's it, a difference between a connection and a relationship. I, I I love my movie reference in Top Gun. There's a line in the movie that says, "When something ends, it always ends badly." That's yeah. why it ended. Yeah. <laughs> if the needs to have or needs to be fulfilled, they have they're very needy. In other words, they emotionally need you. demanding. Yes, they need you to fulfill them. I, I need the you to validate make me, them. Yes, and, I need you to make yes. me whole and complete. Right. And I'm going to put that I kind can't of, live without you. That's a heavy burden. That is to put on a, another human being. Yeah. And and then the last one, and the, I think is very, very important, is abusive behavior. Mm. If they are physically, and you think about it, verbally, mm -hmm. it's almost like an escalation. So most of the time, especially when you first start dating, it's going to start verbally. Right. It's very rare that they're just going to start hitting you or, or being physical or things like right. that. Then it's going to go They're from, pushing the envelope. Yes. They're testing the waters. It's going to go from verbal to mental mm -hmm. and then to physical. It doesn't mean it has to go in that order. Right. But that's usually the escalation, especially when you first meet them on the first date. It ain't like they're just going to go straight to 100 and start hitting you, unfortunately, you know. But uh, that abusive behavior is there. Right. They're very aggressive about certain things. Those are all indicators. Very possessive. You know, one yes, of the things I would always tell young women is that if he will hit you when you're dating, he will beat you when you're his wife. Yeah, because, again, true. when you're dating, that's the representative. And so if the representative hits you, mm -hmm. the husband's going to probably beat you because right. then it's more of a. And there's a difference between someone um, caring about you and someone um trying to possess you that's or control you right that's a that's not commitment it's not that's control that's control that's a totally there's different a difference thing. between commitment so and control the, those are just some of the things that i thought about even as we talk about commitment those are signs that if you need to if you see those signs pay attention to the signs right. when you see them they you see them for a reason right please please do not ignore them because it's going to carry over into your relationship is going to cause problems. Yeah. And the thing is that the things that hurt you hurt the people that care about you. Oh, absolutely. And especially in this um, selfie generation, we feel like it's my life, it's my decision. But when people love you, 
They when care. you're hurt, mm -hmm. they feel that. Oh, they do. And so the decisions that we make, and that's another um, sign of commitment, is how are these decisions going to affect the other people in my life? Right. Because when you're committed to something, you have to think about the people who are connected to you. Yeah. Because the, the people who are connected to you are going to benefit or suffer from your choices and decisions. choices and decisions that you make. And so commitment is very crucial in making a career decision, making a relationship decision, making a personal choice about your finances, about your health. It requires a certain level of commitment to really achieve anything great. Right. So on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. I was just going to say, shake it off. Got to shake it off. <laughs> we got to flip the card, man. We got to go to the other side. We'd have been on the dark side. Now, come on, let's yeah, go we to gonna the light. Yeah, we're going to lighten it up. Let's lighten it up. Okay, we're going to lighten it up. We're going to talk about some of the positive side. Yes. There's two sides. The positive side of commitment on this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. We're talking about in it to win it. Yes. Commitment. In relationships. Now, the first one, you put the needs of the other person mm -hmm. and you're ahead so good of yourself. At that. Why do you say that? Because you're a very selfless person. And, and that's a part of it. You have to be, but it's a willingness. Like we said, this whole thing about commitment is a choice. It's a choice. It's a willingly to sacrifice some of the things that you may want. Or some of the things that you may or need, think or believe, for, or, for, feel. or somebody else, right. you know. And this is something that you said. You said I'm good at, it and I appreciate that. And you do it as well. One of the things that you have to let go of, you have to let the ego not be a part of. Yes. You know, you sacrificing or you giving. That's something that can hinder you being positive or being able to do something on the positive side of commitment. That can be something. Words and the behavior has to line up. Oh my gosh. When That's they talk about the future, do it, they include you in that sentence? Right. What would you say one of your goals? What one, you of my, one of my quotes is if your words and your actions are not telling the same story, which one is lying? Mm, that's true. One of them has to be lying. Because I think be about it, and story. we said this at the, a little while ago that. I think about the you asked about the secrets, but I think about even when we were dating, we had joint bank accounts. Mm -hmm. We were doing things. And as I was your girlfriend. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. your wife. No. I mean, even just like I said it before, we both have access to each other's emails Everything. and stuff like that. Yeah. They, we, there's a difference between private and CE. The funny thing is, even though I have access, I don't go look at your email. Yeah, and I don't look at yours either. Yeah, it's it's well, it's probably because mine is probably nerdy and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's but how I, you don't give me a reason. And see, that's no. another big part of commitment mm -hmm. is trust. No, oh, absolutely. That, that is like that has a part to be, of the definition. You, you can't be committed to someone that you don't know and that you don't trust. Mm -hmm. It's impossible. And I think so. How can you say you committed and you don't know each other? Yeah, that's a part of commitment. Right. When we got, I think about even when we were dating, we used to talk about when we get married, uh -huh. even before we, we did it, even though, mm -hmm. and like you said, in the very first episode, we talked about it as far as our, we kind of gave everybody our overall story and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I know you kind of hold it against me over all these years, oh, but that's baby. okay. No, no. I'm not, <laughs> what I'm talking about is because I didn't give you the formal proposal, the big thing. It was because, and this is the reason why. I don't hold we had you. we had a 
I would call it almost like a living proposal. We were dating so yeah. long that the proposal wasn't just this one time event. Right. It was things that I think we were demonstrating to each other. Right. That the proposal and and then I remember even in our our the day you before did well, in the, the day, closet. The day before we got <laughs> married. The day before we got married, yeah. I got down on my knee and then yeah. asked you the day before. Yeah. Because you and were, I already had my ring. Well, everything. that was because you kind of made it a point to say, you know what? You, you never, never asked me proposed. to marry you. You never <laughs> asked me to marry you. I was like, girl, man, we've been doing this thing for and over I, three I, years. And I love that you say we had a living proposal. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so much more meaningful than just a some words that really didn't have any action. Mm-hmm to nothing to solidify words right and just because even when you say i love you mm -hmm. that's not a sign of commitment no think about that no. just because somebody say i love you that don't mean they committed to you people love ice cream they're not gonna be committed to it i mean you can love things and i always say you shouldn't love things they can't love you back right but in order for something to be a commitment there has to be two people involved and we kind of talked about that that love is a is it a noun or is a verb and you said it very it's very both. well you said it, it's both mm -hmm. you know depending on the where you're at at different situations in the relationship right. and then the third part of the positive side of commitment is think about your partner before you make a decision yes you know, wherever, especially because when you do that, you're going to be taken into the account someone else, taking right. somebody else's opinion because the decisions that you make are going to affect other people. Yeah. And it's going to affect that other person. And if it's a major decision that you're contemplating, you have to pull somebody else into it because it's going to affect them. It will. And that's just courtesy. Yeah. And one of the things that I wrote down is, is your yes, yes, or is it maybe? Nothing lasts without commitment. Mm -hmm. Think before you speak. Learn to make well-planned out thought, planned and thought-out decisions. Remember, when our actions lead, our feelings will follow. Mm. And one of the other parts to that, kind of to piggyback on that, is how you learn from each other. Mm -hmm. I actually learned things about you, and we shared that even during the show, how we learn things from each other, strengths and weaknesses and, mm -hmm. and exchanging those things because it's going to benefit you in the long run for an overall healthy relationship. One of the things I can say, the, one of the most valuable things I've learned from you is to, well, it's two things, to be quiet. <laughs> I don't know if that's, okay. It is a good thing for a talker. Shut up. Because no, a talker sure. <laughs> needs, you've never told me that. No. A talker needs to learn to be quiet because I don't think talkers are ever heard until they learn to listen. And and then on the flip side of that, people who are kind of quiet, they need to start vocalizing Learning some of those things. Use their voice. Because even by them using their voice, it helps you to work out. And, and just like you said, you appreciate about that's one of the things that I appreciate and that you have taught me mm -hmm. is by talking, it kind of works things out. I'm actually able to maybe articulate those emotions and feelings that we talk about. I, you can't get it out if you don't talk it out. No, because you're going to act it out if you don't talk it out. Yeah, and it's yeah. not going to be usually good. No. And so the other thing mm -hmm. that I've learned from you that I appreciate is that everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. I've learned to appreciate the value of the detailed process. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I am a big vision thinker and so many times the small details 
totally you just don't destroy see things. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, just, okay, I'm already at step 10, but what about step one through nine? Yeah. And so that's one of the, two of the things that you have taught me that I appreciate. Well, and then to, to respond to that is one of the things that you have taught me is to dream about things dream about things in a bigger picture than because somebody with my type of personality I can be so detail oriented and so focused on the task mm -hmm. that needs to be accomplished to make the bigger thing come to pass that I don't even see the bigger thing right in those types I don't even have the imagination to come up with the big things that's a part of me knowing who I am right. I'm not a visionary I know that yeah you know but you partner in with someone like yourself who is a visionary and you have these grandiose ideas and I and things we done tried so many different things because of your vision and, and those types of things that I can take those and say okay now my strengths can kick in and I can right. say okay in order for that vision to come to pass you have to do, ABC, to do this, this 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 and this right but I don't just tell you that I partner in right with you and, and either most of the that. time actually take care of those things, not as you're issuing out assignments. Yeah, to me. No, we work together. We know each other's roles and we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And that's why the podcast is so amazing. Well, and that's because we're committed to each other, mm -hmm. but we're also committed for each other. Yes, I agree. And committed to whatever the purpose and plan that God has for our life. And to me, when I think about, I was writing it, um, we're going to be in a magazine. I was writing an article, and one of the things that I wrote down was that our new favorite thing is podcasting. Mm -hmm. I would have never even thought about doing a podcast had you not said, let's do a podcast. But I think about all the things I've learned and experienced and gone through, the commitment of having a vision to do something to help people mm. has been better than every book I've ever written. Well, it's just different. Yeah, it's just different. I just love it. And though. that's the part of the vision. So as we talk about and we come to the end of the show, this has been a good time about talking about commitment. But what was, would you say is something that you can take away from this this episode to help and share with people? If I had to share one thing with people about what commitment really is, is that it's not just a physical attraction. It's not just an idea. It's not just a feeling. It's all of those things. Mm -hmm. It's understanding that how can we be committed to a person we can't see, that we can see when we can't be committed to a God that we can't see. Mm -hmm. Because I believe that our true commitment begins with our faith, our belief, our values. And so I think our ability be, to be committed stems from our ability to be committed to the invisible God. It makes it easier for us to trust and understand things that we can see. And that's a great point. And I think mine is, it's real simple. Commitment is a choice. It is. That's, that's really it. Yeah, it's I a mean, choice. I mean, for me, that's, it's a choice that you make on a regular, continuous basis. You're constantly being committed to. Mm -hmm. So we thank you guys for hanging out with us, for sticking us in your yes. ears this week. And we're going to be coming back with you for another episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, 
please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!